1: online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Hello and welcome to the Locked On Thunder podcast for June 27th. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. As always, thank you very much for making us a part of your day. We are another day closer to Paul George declaring for free agency which the next few podcasts just uh, look not to let the cat out of the bag too much, but I think you know at the I, I think you're very well aware of that these next few podcasts we are going to talk about Paul George's free agency a ton and we'll start off uh segment number one with that, but we're going to take a different angle we're going to talk about it from the fan's perspective and more from an Oklahoma City Thunder perspective than necessarily a Paul George and where he goes, but how much buyer's remorse. Are you having right now as a fan, and will you have as a fan, if Paul George decides to go someplace else? And what I mean by buyer's remorse is there was always this thinking of wanting Sam Presti to go after these big time free agents. To make these moves, to take these risks, and it may not have worked out. And with Sam Presti bending to our will, how happy are we with that if we are Oklahoma City Thunder fans? So we'll talk about that with segment number one. We'll also hear from Sam Presty talking about the access to Paul George. And we'll even get into part one of the Paul George saga that's going on on ESPN. What we learned, what we didn't learn. And I've even got some information on Paul George and LeBron James that I will share at the beginning of the podcast. Okay, segment number two. Possible pickups for Oklahoma City on the free agent market. There's a couple I'd like to see. They're probably not realistic, but I'll go ahead and throw them out there anyway. Plus, the Rockets want to change how free agency is done, and I love their idea. And why it would not only benefit the Thunder, but a lot of teams in the NBA. And finally, we wrap things up in segment number three with Magic Johnson promising to leave the Lakers if he can't get free agents to Los Angeles Why the Lakers would be better off if Magic really wasn't running the team? And is there another guy that the Lakers can put out there as the face of their organization that would connect with players more? I believe there is. And we will talk about that in segment number three. Well, we'll talk about a lot of things because that's what we do. It's an all-talk podcast. My name's Eric G. I work for a publication called Thunder Digest. I've been hosting Locked on Thunder now for a while. I did radio in Oklahoma City here for a bit and hosted a lot of Thunder post games. I'm a credentialed member of the media. And I get to go to all the really cool Thunder stuff. And I've been covering this team for five years. If you like what you hear, and I sincerely, sincerely hope that you do, um, I would ask that you would go to LockedOnThunder.com and check out all our archive podcasts as well as video and audio from both players and coaches. Segment number one, Paul George. Will he stay? Will he go? Well, I did get some information today from a guy I trust. That there's essentially, and I want to make sure I get this right, so let let me pull this up from a guy I trust, um, that Paul George has already put down a deposit at Heritage Hall for the, for the next year for his daughter, and that LeBron James reps were in town, and they were also looking at Heritage Hall. I trust the person that told me this. I know what Dean Blevins is saying about that there's no truth to these rumors, and look, just because I trust the person doesn't necessarily mean that it's true, but I do, I I trust, I will just say this much. I trust the person that told me this. Now, does that mean LeBron James is coming to Oklahoma City? Does it mean that Paul George is staying in Oklahoma City? Absolutely not. Paul George can certainly afford to put down a deposit for his kid to go to school here in Oklahoma City and afford to lose it. I mean, the guy's a multimillionaire, and LeBron James could have had reps Possibly looking, but it doesn't necessarily mean that all these things are going to meld together. So I would just say anytime you hear that, even when I I throw this stuff out based on what I hear, always proceed with caution because we saw what happened with Kevin Durant. But, but you've learned that lesson for sure. Really what I wanted to get to in segment number one is how much buyer's remorse do we have concerning the moves that Sam Presti made? Because when Kevin Durant left Oklahoma City and the Thunder spent a year building with Victor Oladipo, building with Damanis Sabonis, rethinking what the direction of this team was going to be while still holding to what Thunder values are, which is building through the drafts, getting players in the organization young, and having them grow up together, a lot of Thunder fans weren't happy with this because Thunder fans were spoiled. It's just the way...
2: that's
0: the best way to be frank about it. Thunder fans were spoiled because there was an NBA championship series that came here to Oklahoma City and the Thunder were one game away from going back to the NBA championship series. So Thunder fans begin to think or have thought now for a few years that they deserve a championship or they're entitled to a championship. And and, and I don't fall into that line. I'm one of those that's... That, look, the team hasn't been here... (laughs) 20 years it hasn't been here 25 years it's had some tough luck it's hard to say curse because the thunder could end up winning a championship if everybody stays together here in the next couple of seasons but ultimately all we are owed and i said this yesterday is a team that wants to go out and put the best product on the floor or an organization that wants to put us to put the best product on the floor so we'll spend our money and we'll go and we'll be entertained knowing that the team has a chance. And there's not look, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being that team, being the Minnesota Vikings uh, of the 70s that went to multiple Super Bowls but never came away with a win or the Buffalo Bills in, in more recent history. But I, I don't know that that's good enough for Thunder fans. And if Paul George leaves... And the Thunder can't do anything with Carmelo Anthony, who's opted into his contract. And the Thunder are put in a situation where it's Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony. They may or may not have Jeremy Grant. There are other free agents they can go get. How much, one, can we really criticize Sam Presti because he did exactly what we asked to do? And two, more importantly, how much do we regret asking Sam Presti to do that versus just follow his gut? and let the team build, because even though it may have built slowly, and I think we all thought that, hey, if you don't get somebody in here of high caliber, Russell Westbrook's going to leave. Instead of just letting Sam Presti do his job, instead of trusting the process, as they did in Philadelphia, how much will we regret forcing Sam Presti's hand and having him bring in Paul George and Carmelo Anthony, and ultimately it just resulted in the Thunder, being no better than what they were the year right after Kevin Durant left, where you're sixth in the NBA and you're knocked out in the first round. And you're not building towards anything because you really can't because you're stuck with this... You're, you're stuck with, this year, two second-round draft picks, in best-case scenario, late first-round draft picks, and a lot of money that, you, that you're that you playing to guys that can't help you win the ultimate prize. I I... Sort of feel bad about that, but then again, I was one of the ones going against the grain, not wanting to make these moves. And when they happen, I was doing backflips, I was just like everybody else, I was high fiving, I was running out to buy my Paul George jersey. Actually, I never did buy that Paul George jersey, and I still have yet to find a Raymond Felton jersey. I have a Carmelo Anthony one that I just bought, but I bought it also kind of thinking, Well, maybe you'll leave, and I don't know. And I just want anyway, I digress we as thunder fans are extremely impatient right now and one of my friends said it yesterday there's no born on date for being impatient we want that championship we want paul george here next year and i for one believe paul george is going to come here next year if for no other reason the lakers cannot give paul george this coming season exactly what he wants and there is some talk that Paul George will dictate what LeBron James does. And there's some thought that LeBron will dictate what Paul George does. I'm also betting all my chips, pushing him to the table, saying right now that LeBron James ends back up in Cleveland. And maybe we don't see as much movement in this NBA free agency period as we thought we were going to see about all this. But when it comes to it, I think as fans, we've got to look more at the Thunder and see what they've done as an organization and realize it's pretty damn good. And, and the guys running the organization know what they're doing and they have a belief system. And even if it's not matching up with what the Los Angeles Lakers would do or the Boston Celtics were and it, it more resembles an Oakland A's Moneyball philosophy, as long as you're winning... That's the only thing that matters. And when it comes to access to free agents, look, I agree with Stephen A. Smith. I agree with Max Kellerman that you're not going to see big-time free agents come to Oklahoma City. And the, and the best way that you're going to have access to them is make these deals. And that's something that I asked Sam Presti about in his exit
2: interview. We weren't going to have access to a player like that in any other way. Um, especially not at that age or with the type of fit next to our core players, meaning um, Adams, uh, Westbrook and Adams. It just, you can't get access to those players. Now, um, there's a significant amount of risk that comes with that, but with where we are in the juncture of our timeline as an organization, and where we were with Russell at that point in time, uh, you're gonna have to get comfortable with that. I mean, we talked about that at the time. we also think that, although it was a disappointing year, in our first year together, um, there were some really positive things that took place. Wasn't enough. We feel like maybe should be a little bit better, but the foundation in year one um, you know, is certainly in an optimistic uh, framework. But we traded for him because we get to be around him. We get to build a relationship with him. We get to build a relationship with his representation. We get to answer questions. Um And you get to have dialogue. And as I said before, um, you know, we're able to talk about those things openly. Uh, I, I, if you're fortunate enough to get a, an hour long free agent meeting, it's not going to be here. It's not going to be in front of our fans. It's not going to be, you know, in the environment. That I personally think this is a wonderful environment to play basketball as a professional athlete. Um, a big part of it is, the universal and unwavering support that our fans provide the team. I think it's a great quality of life. I think that, you know, our, we're resourced exceptionally well by ownership to provide the players an environment to amplify their talents. Um, and I, I'd like to show that to anybody. but um, But I think what we've learned over time is you just have to be yourself.
0: Can we live with that? As a city, are we cool with the Thunder being a small market ball club? I am. But I also knew that it was going to be a small market ball club when it moved from Seattle to OKC. And a lot of my, like I will admit, a lot of my philosophy comes from baseball and realizing that the Kansas City Royals aren't going to operate like the New York Yankees and the Cincinnati Reds aren't going to operate like the lost like the Los Angeles Dodgers. But I know that and I understand that, but I think you've run into at least some fans around here, some, and I will say some, that want the Thunder to operate as close to the New York Knicks as they possibly can, and I just don't think that that's ultimately what Clay Bennett wants or what's necessarily best for the organization. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast, your team every day, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I am your host, Eric G. There is one guy I think the Thunder can get cheap. Will he help the Thunder? Probably not. But do I want to see him in orange and blue? Oh, hell yeah. And I will tell you who that is coming up next. free agents for the Oklahoma City Thunder. And there look there's there's a lot of them out there. Now how many of them you would want? Uh that's a good hey you've got a try. Ch- you got a chance to get Rudy Gay. You've got a chance to get to, to to get him. He should come cheap. Kyle O'Quinn might be a decent backup center for Oklahoma City at 28. Alex Lynn's out there as well a- a- at 24. And you could get his bird rights And I don't know if Alex, I think Alex Lynn is actually an unrestricted free agent now because the Phoenix Suns let him go. Lance Stevenson's out there. Actually, Lance Stevenson might be fun. He's a lot of crazy to cover. But I mean, there are certainly guys that can be had, names that can be had. I think Rudy Gay actually would be a decent addition to this team, despite what we've heard about him in the locker room. But just going down the list of available NBA free agents, some restricted, some not. uh, Marcus Smart, restricted free agent. And I do think he'll end up back in Boston. There is a guy that I absolutely covet and want nothing more than to see him in a Thunder uniform. Would he help the team? Um, Actually, yeah, I, I think he would. I think he would add some veteran leadership to this team. And I think coming off the bench... He could hit a big shot every now and then, and that would be the one and only Vince Sanity, Vince Carter. Yes, I say this with the most bat blank, crazy opinion that's out there. You could get him cheap. He could come in, and the dude has reinvented himself. Look, I am—I'm a much bigger Vince Carter fan now than even when he was in the NBA, because—or well, I guess he's still in the NBA. But even when he was in his prime... Okay, is that better? He's in his prime? Just because he's a guy that knows what his skill set is. And we've seen him play with the Sacramento Kings last year and in the Memphis Grizzlies over the past couple of seasons. He can hit. He can hit from beyond the arc. And the Thunder value three-point shooting now. The NBA's become a three-point shooting league. He'll give you a dunk every once in a while. You don't have to give him a whole lot of minutes. And I think he would come to Oklahoma City because... You got a chance maybe to play with Paul George, to play with Russell Westbrook for sure. Carmelo, I think him and Carmelo Anthony in the same locker room might be very interesting. But you've got, you would have an extreme amount of veterans to help guide some of these guys like Alex Sabrinas. I mean, we talk about Alex Sabrinas needing to be consistent. Just go with me on this here for a second. Because I realize that this is probably not going to happen, but I'm going to sell this idea anyway. I'm going to die on this hill today. Alex Sabrinas desperately needs to be consistent and get himself out of Billy Donovan's doghouse. And sure, he's got Carmelo Anthony that can probably help him with that. Russell Westbrook, we know, is not going to be any help to him because, you know, Russell rip you apart. It's good cop, bad cop. And then maybe there's Paul George. But think about this. Just think about this for a second. If you could get a guy like Vince Carter, a guy that has been around the league, a guy that has made the most of his abilities at every step of the way, mentoring Alex Abrinus, maybe we see him start to be more consistent. Maybe Vince Carter could sort of be his Yoda to to, to Alex Sabrinas' Luke Skywalker. I'm on board with this. Do I think it'll happen? Not a chance in hell. And there's part of me, like, even saying it now, it just seems... So nuts to throw it out there. But I figured, what the hell? I looked, I saw him, I went, yeah, that's a guy I covet. And I know that there are going to be people that covet J.J. Redick, but I don't think the Thunder can get him and afford to pay him. I think Rudy Gay would probably come to Oklahoma City mentally. He's probably been there already. And maybe that change of scenery and being in the Thunder locker room helps helps him out and, and makes him adjust to what's going on in his day-to-day life. All right, finally in this segment, the Houston Rockets, and there's a great article on ESPN. uh, You you can read for more detail. I don't like to pepper you with a lot of detail because I like to keep these podcasts short. But essentially, the Houston Rockets would like to make a rule where free agents sign before the draft. I love this rule. And you know GMs have to love this rule because a free agent sign before the draft, or a guy like Carmelo Anthony can opt in before the draft, then you know what you're doing. You're sort of building with an idea of this guy's coming back, or you know this guy isn't coming back. You know for sure, and now you can just move forward with your team as is. The only danger I see in this is that sometimes players aren't the best judge of talent. They think they are, but they're really not scouts. So if you get a guy like a LeBron James or like a Russell Westbrook who thinks that there is a particular guy that would be really good in the organization because maybe they get along with them or maybe they've seen them work out and you're trying to make them happy. Yes, they've re-signed, but you're also trying to make them happy. That could lead to a little bit of danger because you could screw yourself by drafting a guy that ultimately doesn't fit your plan. So as a GM... Whether it's guys kind of hanging out there giving you advice because they've already signed or they could sign with you, you've got to trust your scouts and your research and and ultimately go with your gut. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Coming up next, why Magic Johnson doesn't really need to be the face of the Lakers.
1: In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow alternate routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to alternate routes early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus.
0: We finish things up with Magic Johnson saying some very carefully crafted words about that if he can't get free agents into Los Angeles and it's a two year process, he'll be gone. And here's the thing to remember about Paul George. He may not get Paul George this year, but he could get him next year if Paul George signs a one on one with Oklahoma City and then the Lakers build and make it a little bit more enticing or things just don't work out the way Paul George thought they would here in Oklahoma City. So just remember that. Two year process. Magic knows something we don't know. But listening to Stephen A. Smith, and I give Stephen A. Smith credit for being Magic Johnson's PR guy. Because it really felt today, like listening to Stephen A. Smith, that Magic has put his arm around Stephen A. And says, hey man, can you, can you get the good word out there? Because Stephen A's still talking about Magic as if this was 1985 Magic Johnson. You know, Magic Johnson, he's Rodeo Drive, he's all these championships, he's Showtime, he's this and that. And, and look, today's players have a great Understanding of the game. They know the history. They know who Michael Jordan is and Larry Bird and Wilt Chamberlain and, and Jerry West. Ask them. They know. They've studied the history. But relating to Magic Johnson or relating to Kobe Bryant. And you would think that the majority of players weren't even born right now when when Magic was at his heyday. Some were. I mean, maybe Vince Carter was. But the majority of them weren't. And even though you've heard about this guy and maybe you've seen him on YouTube. You weren't there to get that experience for what he was like, but you know Kobe. And you know Kobe. You recently saw Kobe have two runs with the Lakers. And maybe you only caught the back half, but he's still there. He's still relevant. He's doing the thing for ESPN. He's winning Academy Awards. He's Kobe Bryant. Kobe, in my opinion, would be a much better recruiter for the Lakers than Magic would right now. Albeit... Kobe Bryant does not have the personality that Magic has, and Magic, with a smile and a handshake, could probably sell ice to Eskimos. That's that's Magic Johnson. I mean, he he is, he's that guy. He he could convince a tiger to go vegetarian. That is Magic. But I don't know if his relatability works as well as a guy like Kobe Bryant's. And I love Jeannie Buss to death. I think she's a great executive, and she'll do great things with the Lakers. But I never was really high on the Magic Johnson hiring. And Magic says he's not feeling the pressure. But he's also kind of putting himself under the microscope and sitting himself up for a lot of criticism. And sometimes that's not the smartest move to make. And maybe it isn't Paul George that he's talking about or LeBron James. And I don't think Magic would just throw that out there just to throw it out there. There's something he knows. Does he get Paul George this year? Yeah, maybe. Does he get him next year? Maybe that's more likely. And Magic can throw it out there and look like he made just some incredibly bold prediction. But there's a very calculating guy. Still, I like Kobe Bryant. I don't know why, but I'm a bigger Kobe Bryant fan than I am a Magic Johnson fan. Even though Magic might be the best player I've ever seen play. Something about that, that Kobe attitude that appeals a little bit more to me for some reason. And yet, I don't like talking to Russell Westbrook in the scrum as much. I don't know. I'm a screwed up dude. That wraps up today's Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Mary G. We'll be back tomorrow, of course, to talk about more of Paul George's free agency. And until tomorrow, everybody love everybody. And remember, as always, peace, love, and thunder up.
1: You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.